It is another episode of Talk About That. Uh, spring. Man, let me tell you, everybody is out and about enjoying each other's uh, company. Just, uh, I will say there is a quiet, silent killer out there. And I'm not talking about the virus. I'm talking about pollen. <laughs> it is everywhere, and it is in my nose, and we're not stirring it up enough as a culture now, so it's just hitting you it's full. It's just hitting everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? The, the sad part is, we, my wife and I have been talking about this, people are about to start getting all the normal stuff they get, especially mm-hmm. in our area during this time and of year. Every time you cough now, it's like, yeah. it's extra. I had a big sneeze yesterday, Johnny. Well, like sneezes when, aren't even a thing, No, though. it's like one of those sneezes that made that big, loud noise in oh, your throat. Oh, it makes you cough as you sneeze? Yes, and I cough for the next, like, <laughs> it's like hour. A bark. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> and so and after that, I was like, oh, man, I done shook something loose, which right. is like a southern way of saying, uh-oh. I done shook something <laughs> loose. <laughs> oh, is, man. And, listener, we hope we've shook that. <laughs> Good day. Too, it's too early for a segue. Good day to you. No, I, I do think that I would, I would just tell everyone, yeah. as long as you don't have a fever, the odds are you don't have COVID, right? Curry checks her temperature every day. Really? And mine, too. Even I check when, mine every day. Even with no symptoms? Yeah, just because, why not? You got a thermometer, do it. You know what? I have a friend. I don't know if he wants everyone to know, so I'm not going to say who he is. But he is has been in quarantine uh, because he was exposed to someone who certainly is now positive. And he has had no symptoms, he said. He was yeah. almost at the end of his quarantine. And then all of a sudden, like a couple of days from the end of the quarantine, yeah. he lost his sense of smell and lost his sense of taste. Oh, boy. No other symptoms, though. No coughing, no fever, nothing. Mm-hmm. And now his doctor has instituted another 14 days of quarantine because apparently those are pretty big symptoms now of COVID. So wow. isn't that crazy? Yeah. So he's he's stuck in his basement Hasn't seen his family in like 10 days live. I think they may go out in the driveway or something and wave to each other. It's weird. Are you sure you don't have it, John? Because you've had no taste for years. Hell, am I right? Boom. (laughs) I'm so dang Seriously, John's uncultured. Seriously, though, John doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. No. Uh, Uh, But that sucks. Yeah, you're at the end of your thing and then you get uh, Yeah. I, uh, I have to admit something to you. I played golf yesterday. <laughs> no, you didn't. I well, did. you told me you might. Yeah. And remember, I told you that it'd be so okay. nice out. And it's like, that's the perfect quarantine sport. If you, if you're social distancing sport, rather. Well, especially for you, because I told you you'd be in the woods so much. I'll be in the woods. I'm more I likely will. to get Lyme disease than, yeah. <laughs> the good news is I don't have Corona. The bad news is I have thousands of ticks on me. <laughs> no, we did a buddy of mine, uh, who I've been around since this started. So we're kind of, you know, uh, it's my buddy who's another comedian. So I was like, well, you know, as long as you're not having any symptoms, and we got there, we were gonna we were gonna pull cart it. Mm. We were not gonna get a regular cart, and then every there were so many people on the course. Really, I was like, we're gonna get run over if we try to do if I try to walk this. Yeah. we're gonna get people are gonna because we're slow golfers, we're terrible. <laughs> so I was like, we have to get a cart, and he's like, all right. And I go, so he got his you know his wipes, and so oh, we, wiped, yeah. we wiped the cart down like it was going into surgery. Dude, let me tell you, we flew home from Disney. Yeah. You know. And my wife does this anyway, but dude, when we got on that plane, she had me, we couldn't all sit together. Yeah. Both, we did the way home. We were wiping down mm-hmm. every, surely those they. planes are cleaner than they've ever been, oh probably. Oh my gosh. You could eat off of those seats right now. And mm. I did, Johnny. Oh, well, that's a good test. It's delicious. That's your own. No, I don't, um, I think golf, like I went running yesterday because it was beautiful. Right. There's really not much difference. Think it, about the difference. Okay, let me, let me ask you, you. I didn't touch the flag stick. They they made they had like a little note up. Don't touch oh, the flag. Really? That's so you leave the flag in and you just hit the ball and then you pull your ball. And now technically there's a way you know there, I don't know but 
it's very low risk as sports go. Wait a minute. So this is where my my brain goes, and yeah. my wife made fun of me. Okay. So when I'm running and cars drive by with their windows down, yeah, would you hold your breath until all the air passes? Because <laughs> technically, someone's breathing out that window. What if it's, it's all wrapped up in all of the exhaust behind them and everything? And they're breathing out. You think those particles can come from a moving car it's, going forty miles an hour? It's into possible your that we were closer than six feet. Does it matter what speed it was happening? I don't know. I wonder if they held their breath to see you because <laughs> you look kind of healthy. You're running, so they're like, "He's good." I don't know. But I wrote, I ran down by the boat launch area down there by the lake, you know, yeah. dude. No boaters. Right? Oh, Are there no, boaters? it was full. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's out in kayaks and boats and stuff. But that whole parking lot, I was, man, I ran through there. I wish I had a mask. You know, I, mean, oh. I, I avoided by uh, six feet probably, but who knows what's out there. Johnny, it's invisible. Kayaking is kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, because it's social distancing. Yeah, that's like my one of my old. Uh, there's an old joke I remember hearing. It said, "Whenever I see somebody in a kayak, I think that they must be thinking to themselves, if I had just one friend, this could have been a canoe." <laughs> so that's it's, it gets a very apt joke. It's true. If you're in a kayak, you're just out there. Do they have two two person kayaks? They do, but uh, yeah. It, well, I don't. I like how you just look down your nose at two person kayaks, like that you have some reason. Yeah, but who in there? What sort of I, fool? all kayaks are crazy to me because I just always imagine like flipping over and just being in the underwater position until I drown. Like no, you can. Most kayaks are just a lot it's of hard kayaks. To just roll yourself back up. I don't have the core strength. Well, but you would just fall out. I don't know, John. <laughs> You're pretty buoyant. Is that what you're I am. Saying? I am. Yeah, most, uh, yeah, my, I'm wedged in that kayak. A lot of kayaks don't have any sort of. You don't sit in the interior at all. You just sit on. It's like basically a canoe you're sitting on. One sitting person on top in the middle. Of it. Yeah. But I prefer the ones where your There's feet go in. Where you get in. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer that because your feet don't get sunburned. Some of them they have the little uh, spandex thing that comes up. Yep. You just, you're like <laughs> sealed in yeah. there. Isn't that kind of how the the sportsmen do at the winter? Mm-hmm. Is it winter Olympics with the kayaks? No, that'd be summer. I don't know. You know, you know, I've not heard a there lot of no, talk. There's, well, there's no summer Olympics. They've I know there's postponed not. it, and I don't know that that's a major deal, Johnny. That, it is. Has it ever been? Has it ever happened? For I don't think we did. We even do it for war. Uh, well, I know I, certain I, countries have pulled out because of political stances and and wars. But wasn't there a year that one of the enemies we were fighting? was hosting the Olympics, and so it didn't happen that year? I don't know. Like, that would be awkward. Well, I know that we boycotted the Soviet Olympics in 1980. Mm. That's right. And then the Soviets boycotted in 84. Yeah. Which is why U.S. just dominated. Yeah. We dominated the 84 Olympics. Like, it was basically a forfeiture because yeah. so many of the Eastern Bloc countries that would have beaten us in a lot of these sports right. were unable to compete. Uh, and that was all politics or whatever. But I think we boycotted in 80 and they boycotted in 84. They bo- cause it was in LA. It was wow. Los Angeles 84. And it was in, uh, yeah, cause it was in, um, where was the 80 Olympics? It was in Moscow. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You were just young. You're five years younger than me. Yeah. And in, in 1980, I was two years old. Wow. I was actually one. Just a pup. Just a, just a wee little lad. I was born in late 78. So I've had this question asked to me. An uncomfortable amount of times now. Okay. People are going from like, oh, you got a lot of jokes from this, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, what do you think you'll do if you can't do comedy? Oh. <laughs> like people are starting to ask that question. What's Johnny going to do? Are they asking that online? Well, just I've had people go, what's your plan B? And I'm like, uh, 
look, I've been doing this for 13 years and I'm hoping there wouldn't be a plan B. Yeah. So that's a weird thing. I don't, I don't want to go back. Yeah. I'm not really outfitted for the real world, John. Uh, Okay. I disagree. You do? Yeah. You didn't, Johnny, you lived in the real world a long time. I did, but I'm just, I think I've become, it's like if you don't play guitar for a while, your fingers get soft, you know, the calluses go away. I had to play guitar the day to hurt. My societal calluses (laughs) have gone away. Well, in some ways. I don't look down on regular people, but I am scared to death to like, like if I had to go back to Home Depot and be a cashier, God bless you if you're a Home Depot cashier out there, but I was not equipped I was a terrible cashier. Yeah, but here's the thing about you. Like, you're willing, you're still the friend right now that if my brakes were messed up, you'd say, hey, I'll come over and do your brakes. Yeah. Like, you you have a lot of skills. You're still the friend that if my tile was messed up, That's I'll true. Come I over could lay tile. tile. I was thinking about that. I could do some handyman stuff. Yeah. could lay tile. I could do some hardwood. I could do some plumbing. Yeah. Electrical. Yeah. So I know how to do some things. I mean, like, I couldn't build a house, but I could do, like, handyman stuff. And dude, you could be a college pastor again. <sighs> yeah, I could. I mean, I kind of miss it. Yeah, when you're in a small group now with a lot of the, it's true. They're not college kids. They're now no, almost, they're, they're all thirty ish. Yeah, but um, I would just say this: this is in all honesty. Right. I just encourage you in front of our listeners because I really, really do believe this. This is great. You did not stumble into comedy. I just remind you of that. You did not. I have. This is what I praise from Deuteronomy eight, and it, and it helps me all the time. When I'm praying about this opportunity, whether I'm going to lose it, whether I'm going to get it, and not just now, I pray this. This has been helpful to me over the last couple of years. Okay. Not just it's just it's great that it's in place yeah. <laughs> right now because it has. It, I go back to that. It's it's God talking to Israel, and He basically says, "Look, you're about to come into the promised land, and you're going to have all this stuff." And He lists all this stuff. You know, you're going to have houses and vineyards and this and that and this. And He says, "Beware." Lest you say in your heart that my hands, I'm not saying you're saying this. I'm just saying what I say to myself. Okay. We've all said that. Yeah. Beware. Basically saying it's not that you're going to know it's going to happen. Yeah. But the default human position is, is Mm -hmm. you're going to say to yourself, my hands have produced all these things. Yeah. You're going to feel suddenly responsible for the perpetuation of them, the creation of them for the opportunity. And he says, then you shall remember the Lord, your God, that it is he who gives you the power to get wealth. And I think wealth is a, I think wealth there we got is relative. To us, that means money in our bank account. They didn't have bank accounts when he's talking to Israel. Yeah. So wealth would and be... Like plenty. Yeah, it would be all the things in your life. The things... I think yeah. New Living Translation may say the power to be successful. Okay. So um, it is the Lord who gives you those things. And so when you remember that, there's like this... There's this freedom. Mm-hmm. One, there's this gratitude. So I, when I'm... I have things right now in motion, things that are possible, things that may go away, things that are delayed, all those things. And I just, I want to worry about all that. But man, there's such a thing I'm going to say to my, it's kind of like you talk to me about when you give, you, you feel things leave and it, it's an action you can take for me yeah. that not to, to let, to know that money doesn't control you. When I pray, it's an action I can take to reminds me of the things I believe deeper than my emotions or my worries. And so yeah. there's, so I pray the things I don't feel like praying. It's not like, we just pray what you feel. It's no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You need to pray what you don't feel. That, that's the more important thing because <laughs> prayer is aligning me with what is more real than my feelings. And so what I pray is I just like, I almost start laughing sometimes like God, and I just remind myself that my hands did not produce X, X, and I'll just start listing the things that have, that have happened to me that are good. That if they are good and your word's true, you did all that. Mm-hmm. 
You know, like, that's good. I have evidence. You did all that. And so I just commit these other things to you. Either you'll do these things or you'll decide something different. But I will just tell you, Johnny, I promise you, I, I don't think you're going to have to go back to Home Depot. If you did for a season or whatever, I don't think it's permanent. I think things will come back. But I know, I know because I was with you during all this. You did not stumble into this. God knew exactly what he was doing. And you've always been submitted to him. Doesn't mean you're perfect, but it's not like you, you want God involved in those things. So for everybody listening, for all of us, man, I just remind you of those things. It is not, it well, is God that it. gives you the power to do those things. And he'll open up opportunities he wants just like he did before. What if the opportunity is me coming over to fix that board on your patio? Do you, and you would pay me maybe like $1,200. Wow. For one board? <sighs> I am about to replace a bunch of boards. See? Because my dog... I've got the proper tools. Well, but I did the last ones myself. But, Johnny, you think I'm just made of money, don't you? This is how you, ivory tower types, always act. When you want to do your own man, boards. The working man comes <laughs> just, around. Just, just like all those high and rich guys, I, I want to replace my own deck boards. I was thinking about the stimulus checks. Yep. And I know a lot of people who have no work and no interest of working who are going to get one of these. If yeah. I had money to put in the stock market now, which I don't, I would so invest in Best Buy right now. <laughs> I think Best Buy is getting ready to okay. have so many big screen TVs. Now, there's a lot of people who will buy food and everything, and I get it, and a lot of people are hurting. So I'm not trying to make light of that. I'm talking about some friends I have yeah. who I know are like, I'm rich, and they are going to buy yeah. a, a PlayStation or a Nintendo Switch so fast. What the government should have done is, is we're going to send everyone $2,375 and a Dave Ramsey book. That should have been what we got. We're going to take that last twenty five, and everyone's going to get a total money makeover or financial peace. Just something, something. Dave Ramsey's tied into it somehow. About now. putting. He's tied in another bailout for Dave Ramsey. I mean, you could have an emergency fund. You could not spend more than you make. You could avoid credit. I mean, that would be all, all wise a, What are you things. shilling for Dave Ramsey now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Just because you look like him? Well, that's what Dave Ramsey says, by the way. Oh, that's funny. In his books, what he says is, this is not his ideas. This uh, is what our grandparents did during the Depression. They just didn't spend it's more than common sense for your dollars and cents. There, is it not? Is it not? That? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Dave, Dave. Dave is fine. I just there's. I could take it. Leave something. We could just Dave. listen to Benjamin Franklin or you know our founding fathers. What they would have thought about stuff. So, if Benjamin Franklin ever got his hands on a Nintendo Switch, his mind would be blown, <laughs> and he'd be like, "How much is this?" His stimulus check we would, would not be gone have so bifocals fast. today. Exactly right. <laughs> he would have ruined his life. <laughs> I wonder how many Ben Franklins are out there right now whose lives are ruined. That's true. How many inventions have we put on hold because of social media and just. <sighs> general atrophy of the inventive parts of our nature. Or like, again, I invented Memoji. We know that. Well, we took it's now away. a thing. I came up with that. It oh, may have been parallel gosh. thought. Memoji. I had the name. My sister-in-law came up with it together. Right. And then literally I went to developers and all those things. But how? But what if without mm -hmm. technology I would have come up with some other better idea that I wouldn't have wasted? Like, for instance, the cotton gin. Right. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> how helpful would that be? <laughs> And who invented the cotton gin, Johnny? Eli Whitney. Boom. Yeah. Look at this, man. I know what's going on. We're bringing history to, to the real people. So here's a job that I thought about that I would love to have if I can't do comedy anymore. It's an old story of, and you'll remember this story. So our old bass player, Brian Finley, who we miss dearly and hope he's doing well. Love you, Brian. He was driving through Straw Plains one time, and there's this field that he drove by every day. 
And he said he drove by one day and there are these long 10 foot tall sticks sticking in the ground and like hundreds of them. There's a guy sitting in a lawn chair sharpening the end of one of them. And then he takes one of them and stabs it in the ground too. And it says sticks, $5. No way. Yes. And I guess it was for like frog gigging or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Shouldn't it be more specific? I guess that's what it was for because he lived near like a. I guess in Straw Plains, people. Yeah, are, people go they, to the creek and they, 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 they go crawdads or whatever. But he would just sharpen sticks. Wow. Cut all the little limbs off of them, little twigs, and then he would make a. He a, may be he may be doing really well right well, now. Well, our plan was when I heard of this, I was like, "What a strange thing!" Was to like load up all the youth group kids. We go down there with five dollars each, and we just buy this guy out so that he thinks like there's a false. We create a false rush in his mind. He's like, just to imagine him whittling through the night, like they're coming again, Marjorie. You know, like they'll be here. You know, like we're gonna be. What are you what a, messing with this guy's livelihood for? I mean, we didn't do it. It's just a funny idea. <laughs> He's like, create. I wanted to upend his economic reality. I like, guess. Although you would have given him a windfall. You give him a windfall, but then what if he spends sense. all that money, you know, in labor? What, what if, if you he? Do, what if he hires twelve, you know, twelve of his homeschool kids to go out and start sharpening sticks? Well, He's paying them ten dollars an hour. A lot of stereotypes right here. <laughs> but so, what if though? What probably would have happened more likely is yeah. we would have done that. Mm-hmm. We would have felt bad about it two days later and gotten five dollars again and kept going to buy the guy out and kept blessing him so that he didn't. That's probably more. No, you don't think so? I think what I would have done is I would have gone. I don't know. What do you do with a bunch of sharpened sticks? What if what, I'd be like? What's your return? policy i come back the next day (laughs) (laughs) i want money back speaking of by the way money and change we uh played monopoly with my daughter for the first time that's a cutthroat game for families yeah especially in this climate i had not played since i was a child yeah i'm not sure about several things you can clear them up for me okay okay number one apparently you can auction things Oh, no, I didn't know that. So, yeah, all the rules That's are That's in the rules on the top yes, of the game? Yes, there's all kinds of auctioning We now. didn't play that way. And mortgaging? Uh, well, I mean, you pay a mortgage if you land on the property, No, right? no, it's not a mortgage. You buy it. But no, but I'm saying if I land on your property and you own it, I have to pay a you a fee. No, okay. that's rent. Okay. So what it is, now on the back side of the card, there's a mortgage. So if Maybe you, they've updated the rules? If you run out of money or you can't afford to buy something else, I think is how this works. Okay. You can mortgage your own property you already own and take a certain amount of money out, and then it changes the amount of rent you get, or you don't get rent anymore when somebody until you have the money to pay off that mortgage and turn it back over to full ownership. This is... It got real complicated, real... I just wanted to play with my daughter, and I was just like, what? Like, just, you're just, I'm just waiting to pass go and collect $200. Yeah. I'm basically the stimulus check version of... Yes. Like, I'm just, please let me pass go again. Just let me pass go. I don't want to go to jail. I'd like to get boardwalk. It'd be nice. Yeah. You know, but the deal was... By the way, I landed on... Uh, I landed on the luxury tax between Park Place and Boardwalk sure. like three times. Like, mm-hmm. I could... I landed in between it. Anyway, the game never ends this way. Mm-mm. Like, you can always, when you run out of money, she didn't, Laura landed on stuff that didn't have money to buy you just it. just keep leveraging. Yeah, she could have leveraged her other properties, and, or, we could have, I guess you could choose not to buy something, and then they get auctioned which, from the bank. Which, honestly, that's kind of how our economy works, we're finding out. Like, we can't ever be really broke, because, like, we're so broke, and yet we came up with $2 trillion in the couch cushions. <laughs> I gotta tell you, 
I haven't won. I've not. I've not. Oh, we're the, in a total crisis and the stock market's falling. Here's two. Tri- well, where did that come from? I don't worry about it. I know. Just catch your check. I'm, I'm actually pretty nervous about it. I didn't. Yeah. I haven't wanted to say anything. Not yeah. that anyone cares what I say. No one cares, John. But I'm like, uh, we're just printing money. Yeah. Well, that's all we're like. There's no, it's now literally based off of the confidence currency. That's what it's not a gold standard. It's a confidence standard. So, and hey, I get it. I'm glad we got to do something and move move forward. I, I'm I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, something has to happen. I don't want to go into depression, but I do. I'm just like ooh, like what well, what needs to happen is to me <clears throat> is all the worlds because you know we're indebted to other nations more. Maybe yeah. that's what happened. Maybe we borrowed it. Because how much do we owe China now? I don't know. It's a lot, Johnny. It's a lot. But nothing bad will ever happen between us and China, John. I need need to log on to my online banking and see what our debt is to China. Stop spinning your dystopian nightmares. Nothing bad will ever happen between our relationship with China. What we need is is a global global debt forgiveness. Kind of like the the year of Jubilee. Yeah. (laughs) Like we need to say, maybe we don't forgive it all, but like, hey, all right, we now owe China five trillion or something. Let's just, we're going to reduce that to one trillion. And then we're going to reduce the debt that, I don't know, um, Brazil owes to us. Because yeah. everybody's kind of indebted to each other. That's Johnny C. Um, listener, I'm interlocking my fingers right now. This okay. is the nature of an interwoven global social... That sounds like a one world order to me, Joe. Well, I don't, I mean, like, I'm just your, I don't you, like your terminology. I'm telling you how it works. You know, that we're all kind of... Again, hence the Brexit issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you try Man, to... we just got so political. When you try to un, unweave all those things, it's complex. So it's hard we to need, unweave. So since we're... You pull the thread and just hope that... Yeah. Like a sweater. Like a sweater. So what we need to do is everybody agree... To have grace for one another, to at least diminish. A grace-based economy. Because if it's already a confidence-based economy, then you could at least all say, hey, you know what, that $3 trillion we all just borrowed from each other, let's just all forgive it, and then it's like it never happened. It's like, take a penny, leave a penny at the 7-Eleven. Take a trillion, leave a trillion. <laughs> you know? It might as well be. Yeah. Like, because when you're dealing in infinite numbers, which yeah. is what, what does we're a trillion doing, even mean? Did you, it, did you even know what a trillion was when you were a kid? I, I thought zillion was in there. Let me tell you something. I did some numbers. Googillion? I did some numbers the other day where I looked at all the zeros and yeah. like a hundred billion or something. I was helping say with math or whatever. Uh-huh. It was a lot, Johnny. It looks like it's wrong when you yeah. look at a number that big. Yeah. You're like, this can't be right. It's too many. Like it's a, a trillion would be everybody. Just, just let this know. If you had, if you had a, okay, let's just, let's just work this up from the bottom for yeah. a second. All of us today who are about to get, I, I don't know, hopefully everyone's going to get a $1,200 check, right? Okay. $1,200. If not, send your cards and letters. And you're like, oh man, that's awesome. You have friends who are going to be like, I'm rich, I'm going to buy a TV, all those things. So that's where the, that's where the majority of us live. Okay. What is the mark in our most of our lives? Uh-huh. What is the word we use to say, oh my gosh, if I could win the lottery of this, I would be a millionaire. A millionaire. Like right. millionaire is the mark to right. have. Billion is a thousand million. What? Slow down, man. A billion is a thousand million. If you go right. too fast, if you go too fast, you lose and it a logic. A trillion no, is a thousand, blah, 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 blah. a thousand billion. Imagine if you had 10 million, John. Yeah. If you had 10 million, you'd be the richest guy you knew. Probably. I mean, up there. Yeah. $10 million, you could just You live. know people who are richer. We talked about this you, before. You though. could live easily. John knows some people now. It doesn't matter, guys. He's running in some circles. If you if you had $10 million, you could just live off of the interest. Easy. Yeah. You could live off the interest if you lived, if, if, if you had the right investments. You're especially. losing my interest, John. Right. But once you get to the point. $100 million, you'd yeah. be like, oh my gosh. Right. $500 million? Could you even imagine? John, I get a what you're doing. A thousand million is a billion. Yeah. Now, what if you had... 
a thousand five billion five billion like just let that suddenly we're at a thousand billion five thousand five thousand million it is an infinite like you might as well not even yeah what are you gonna do you know like right. you can't i don't know johnny that's crazy and we just did that times three yeah just because we could. So, yeah. Anyway, listener, I hope you feel better about it. No, I, I hope it works. I'm sure they have a plan. I hope the people will pay bills and, and uh, again, a lot of them, they're counting on this being reinvested in the economy. It's how stimulus works. Absolutely. They're hoping you go out and buy things. Yeah. And I know somebody, I'm sure all of the Washington pundits who listen to our podcast right now are screaming at their that, That's not how it works phone. and whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get it. I'm not speaking to what it's going to do, and I think it's good. I think it's right. I just, yeah. in, at some point, I'm just scared about the number. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying that's a high, Johnny, that's as a high I just proved beyond complete doubt, that's a, that's a, high, <laughs> that's number. a high number. <laughs> in case you guys didn't know. John did the math for you. You there didn't you have go. to. Well, you got to slow down and really feel it. You got to feel it at every level. Okay. You know, you didn't feel it, did you? Well, I already knew the math because I'm a very smart guy. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> a trillion's nothing to me. It's nothing. You got that kind of coin. When I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So anyway, yeah, it was interesting playing Monopoly. And listener, I just want to know, I don't remember mortgages. I don't remember auctions in my old versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's hard now. Maybe they've added that because people were, you know, the game wouldn't end. Well, no, this makes it where it never ends. Well, they wanted to go on longer because, yeah, you, you wipe out your child and then they have to, that's they, can they, borrow, they can borrow money from the bank, though. Johnny, right? you know what? The world will wipe them out. That's true. When they get out there on their own. I'd rather be wiped out at home. It's mm. like the people who like would rather have their kids drink at home with yeah. them. I'd rather them drink here than go out and party with their friends. <laughs> I actually think there's some. There's some. I think with a lot of things. Look, how, you're much, never, how much alcohol have you given Sadie guys, in this, in this <laughs> pandemic? For example, you're like just one at dinner. I'd rather my I'd rather my daughter have yeah deep thoughts and deep doubts about faith that she discusses at home because it was allowable. Yeah. For her. Like, why would to not? If I I'm get like, that. You, that. I get that's that. the same concept. Like, hey, the same concept. be responsible. But you let her take a hit off your cigar, and I think that was too far. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm not made for smoking. No. I just... Well, and now they're saying, like, smokers, if you don't... If you still smoke, you need to quit right now because of this virus. Listen, I've had one cigar yeah. my entire life, and I'm sorry for all of you who love cigars. I, I really, really am. You smoked the whole thing? I, I, well, I, I was, I was, someone wanted me to have an experience with them. Okay. Kind of thing, you know, and I was like, man, I'm just not, you know, I don't know if you, you don't really. experience. It sounds like you're going out into yeah, the woods and dropping like, peyote. It was kind of, <laughs> have an experience, a was, vision it was, quest. It was, it was like, you know, and, and let me tell you something. The, Your experience was a lot of coughing. The taste. Yeah. Was so, I couldn't get the dry, the dry taste out of my mouth. Yeah. Like, I tried to drink, I'm, I'm not proud of this, I tried to drink, like, pickle juice, like, anything I could that was, like, some major vinegar, something to cut it. Yeah. It was, like, for 24 hours, I could not get rid of it. So, I, I, I sound like such a, I don't know. Maybe okay. you didn't have a good cigar. Maybe maybe so. I don't know anything about cigars. Does this make me sound like a boomer? Is that what this... No, it makes you sound weak, because boomers would have smoked a bunch of cigars uh, and been like, right. you know, maybe what's wrong with this guy? Someone right now is like, hey, he's a bitter cigar. You know, and I then don't they know. fall over dead from lung cancer. Somebody I mean, just lost all respect for me because I smoke one cigar in my life. That's true. There's that the illegalism out there, too. Yeah. And we're talking about alcohol. There's not a else. thing in the Bible that says not to smoke a cigar. Uh, somebody posted a meme today, and it said, 1920... Uh, 
close down all the liquor stores. And then it said, 2020, keep the liquor stores open in this crisis. And it's true. <laughs> true. That they're, essential, they're essential workers. Isn't that crazy? And I think uh, somebody made a point yesterday about it, about the reason is because the hospitals would be so overwhelmed with people who are detoxing wow. if you closed liquor stores. Wow. It's an interesting point to think because yeah, you, it wouldn't just be, oh, we're closing liquor stores. They can live without booze for a while. It's like, not necessarily. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're medicating. Yeah. Yeah. This may not be the time, although we want it to happen. Yeah, you want them to be you know, free from addiction. But that's, that's crazy. No, I, I just, I, I think um, it's interesting what we do. Like, again, so the, in, the introvert and the extrovert. Yeah, living in our house right now. Well, I think we're learning that it's a spectrum, of course. We know introvert yep. and extrovert's a spectrum. Yep. But I think people who thought they were really deep on the introvert spectrum mm-hmm. are realizing that they're not as deep as they thought. They're not as far to that level because they're like, I'm, I've had introverts on my timeline going, I just need a hug. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you were dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, we teach them that. I think introvertism is not... We act like it's like this hall no, pass. No, but being recharged for being, being around people. Well, it's, it's about not, being yeah. recharged around people versus recharging in isolation. Right. And but what I'm saying is, we're all learning that we need people. Well, to see, some degree or another, everybody needs somebody. People need people. People who someone need someone to love are the luckiest someone people. Love. Sweetheart, a kiss. Sugar to miss. I don't know that one. I think you just wrote that song. Blues Brothers, honey. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. I'm sure that wasn't theirs. I think they were covering a song. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody? Yeah. I know everybody they, needs somebody. Yeah. No, I, I do think that everybody does. It's a, We both just went into singing songs. You realize that? Yes. I, I did the lyrics. You started singing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I think, I think like, okay, for me taking a run. Yeah. Lauren on this conversation this morning, she's like, yeah, but nature doesn't do it for me. I was like, well, it's not really nature for me. I think it's the solitude. Yeah, and you're... And, and nature you're, helps. Well, and then your achievement uh, thing comes in, too, I think. Wouldn't you agree with that? Because yeah, you, you want to achieve a goal, and you kind of give yourself a little bit of a dap because you're like, I did it. You know what? It absolutely feels good to have something that I'm in control of. I think it's a blend of those things. But, but yeah, your isolation. It's, it's way less. Because you wouldn't just take a walk in the woods and be like, this did the same thing for me. You know what, though? I actually, so I ran. I needed it. I need that time out so much. I yeah. ran. I've ran for. I have run mm. for a few weeks trying to get back into my normal routine. But I'm not up to my, my high mileage. So, but I did this week, I ran every day. I ran three Monday, three Tuesday, three Wednesday. Yeah. Took Thursday off, which was a horrible day for all of us. So I don't, I think it may be related. And then I went out and ran three more yesterday. And then my daughter, it was actually a lot of fun. She's not learned how to pace herself. She just sprints and sports and everything. So well, maybe she can't keep up with you. She's got long legs though. Oh, she wants to hit, run ahead of me and then she loses wind. She's not, oh, she's right. not running for distance. So I've been talking to her about it. So we ran, ran, ran a half mile for her nonstop. And then I came back from my three mile run and she was like, Ooh, I want to run a whole mile now. So we went out and ran again. Yeah. So I, my legs are just toast. But the deal is I told Laura, I said, but to me, I'll run three and then I'll walk two more where it's mm-hmm. me yeah. praying and all those things. And so on the days I don't need to run like today, I just need to go take the walk. And so I, it's not what it used to be. I'll stop. Like yeah. if I think I'm, right, here's right, right. what I know, getting a shin splint, out of some prideful yeah, reason to achieve point? what's the point and keeping it where I can not run for two weeks or whatever. So no, I, I do think it's being out in a way for me. Well, I've been running on the treadmill. Ugh. I've not run outdoors Can't do yet. Treadmill, 
and uh, well, it's the mu- I keep the music and you know I'll yeah. put the TV on or whatever. But yeah, it's definitely more boring. But it's easier on your joints. I'm still a big guy, you know. I'm still over 200 pounds, so it's a big. It's a lot of just a lot of weight crashing down on the old knee joints. If it's just yeah. pavement, my knee hurt today. When I but I'm going to get out there. I'm going to the, today's a good day to run because it's overcast, but it's, over, it's uh, 70 degrees. I think it's hotter than that today. Yeah, it's going to be nice. It's going to be a nice day. Get out there. Let's go golfing, John. Well, I still haven't found my golf clubs because there's your basement somewhere. That's not true, John. I don't have a basement. I have a garage, and it's pretty easy to see what's in there. What did you find in mine the other day in your garage? What was it? Uh, your dolly. Yeah. So you didn't have that either, did you? Let me say this to you. Yeah. I mm-hmm. borrowed your dolly, and I had it for so long that you forgot I had it and bought another dolly. I knew I'd loaned it to a friend. It's the same so, thing that happened to my golf clubs. So do we just chalk it up to, like, now I have a dolly? Actually, I need that dolly back because I'm going to leave it at the church. Because we're we're moving so much stuff, I want to have. And I thought, why go buy a new dolly with the I've church already, money? I could what just. What if I told you I've loaned your dolly to someone? Did else? you? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. You have borrowed my golf clubs no. for your right-handed friends multiple times who come into town. No. This is why I think. Now no. listen, listen. I, this is not true. You may not have this time, but no. you have borrowed my golf clubs for right-handed friends before, and I'm great with I it. I don't remember this. That's crazy. You I thought best... you thought that they were in my car because we went golfing together, and I drove. Or That's something. That's also happened before. I've never borrowed your clubs for right-handed friends. Yeah. First of all, I want you to go to all your right-handed friends. <laughs> because lefty is the way. And so I'm just saying it doesn't bother me, but I've lost them before, and we found them in your possession. No. That happened. John, we've been friends 21 years. John, I, they're not in my And house. we learned how to play golf together, if you call it that. John, I'll fight you on this. We have, have a clubs. lot. What happened is you lost your clubs because you have so many cars, you don't know which one they're in. Wow. Because you got a fleet. Wow, what a shot. I have a truck. You got you and go a car. back to your mansion and you can't find your dumb golf clubs. I have a 25 year old like, truck. Oh, I don't have a dolly? I don't know. I think I loan one to John. Let's buy a second one. <laughs> and then you laugh and you light money on fire and you smoke it and go, I can't get this dry taste out of my mouth. I <laughs> drink pickle juice. Yeah. I actually, asked, so this is funny. I actually asked for a dolly for Christmas. Yeah. And like, is my mother in law who gave it to me. And they, they struggled with it because it was such like a, a menial type. Oh, right. It was like, no, no, this will really make me happy. And it did. A dolly would make me happy. I ha- we have a... Your dolly has made me happy. We have a washer dryer in the... It's we, interesting that a little girl would ask for a dolly for Christmas, but it would be a whole different thing. Yeah. I want a dolly. I'm at the age now, I really do. What, what can I do? And by the way, listener, I have a... I, I owned before this car, but my car blew up. I'm not going to say who drove it, but we have a mutual friend who may or may not be a family member of mine. His name rhymes with. <laughs> I want to say it so bad. <laughs> you could say he doesn't care. He'd love it. His name rhymes with Wes Binkley. <laughs> Wes borrowed my car. To, because, anyway, he was driving who can, it. Who can manage all your real estate needs right He's now? Amazing. Wes Binkley. He's amazing. He's driving my car, and I was in... Washington, D.C., I think, on a a riding trip with my family. In your fourth car? No, we flew. Okay. And so I own an airplane, too. (laughs) Wow. And so, anyway, we we were, so that was a, by the way, a a 2000, okay, so it's 19. stop trying to underplay 19 years old, a 2000 Acura Integra, a little five-speed. It's my my car I drive downtown for. We've talked about this. Have we? And Wesley calls me from Donaldson Pike. Yeah. He is broke down. He threw. He he broke the timing chain mm-hmm. belt. Sorry, it's a belt in that car. Yeah, yeah. And he feels chain, it have he feels awful to this day about it. And I just kind of let but him. But not do awful it. enough to make it right. Well, here's what had happened though. So I got the car, and my friend Seth Warden 
it was winter time, so uh-huh. he owns you know landscaping company. Also, all of your landscaping needs get motivated. Yeah, please, Seth needs you right now. Yeah, and so Seth bought the car, and he had a, one of his guys, and they fixed it up, and it was able. It, it didn't do as much damage as we thought to the engine. He got the car, mm-hmm. which I thought was going to go to someone else. Then guess who he sold the car to? Wes Binkley. No. Wes Binkley bought the car. He profited from the broken down car that he He broke. He went, broke the timing belt. I sold it. This is Got it repaired. He bought it from Seth. And then a deer hit him in the car. And I'm not sure where the car is now. I have to ask him. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, no. I think he may have sold it to someone else now. This car is kind of cursed. The car was great for me. You believe in generational generational car curses? Is it it a curse? After the generational curses? (laughs) cars after that i did get another car yeah it's a 2010 but that was already your second car because you have a truck i have a it's a 1996 you got a fleet of cars it's 1996 johnny and, and you won't buy another cheap set of golf it's clubs not, that you lost yourself it's not roadworthy it's not like those golf clubs were worth anything just go get some more no, golf those clubs are nice golf play. clubs those are andrew's ping black dot sorry andrew if you're listening oh no yeah so, but my father-in-law just gave me some golf clubs, actually, from when we, yeah. You know what? They might have been in Andrew's garage during the tornado and might have got sucked I, out. When I went over the other day, we were going through his garage, I but went and looked at his is, clubs. Maybe they were wink, wink, <clears> in there. Yes. <laughs> what rhymes with insurance fraud? <laughs> Wes Binkley. <laughs> Dude, I haven't swung a golf club. The only time I played oh, no, golf. me neither. I was terrible yesterday. Did you go, was it my birthday you went to? That may be the last Top time. Golf. We went to Top Golf. Oh it, man, I can't wait to go to Top Golf. I again. couldn't hit a I ball it down. with. Uh, I can't hit a ball with the driver anymore. Yeah. I actually do pretty well with the irons. Give yeah. me an eight iron, I can hit it pretty straight. I can't hit with a driver to say it's just been too long. I can't do it. And the the, the ironic part of that is my last name is Driver. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't it be a great thing if you hit the driver well? It would be great. Like I could go on tour. Like no. it would be like that guy and up coming up right now to the tee box. John Driver. <laughs> and like, it did be all kinds of like Nike campaigns. No, oh my goodness. It's not that. Clever. It's not that at all. Didn't we know the guy who would do trick shots? What was his name? I forgot his name. He, he sold do, Andrew though, that Lexus. He would hit a golf ball through a piece of plywood. Oh yeah. That's he was crazy. a, he was a professional trick shot long. He was a long driver. Yeah. He was like, he was like, uh, they do the thing where he would, and then oh. hit the shot. He would bounce it off the club and then hit it. Hit it, but like a distance. Like yeah, he knew like, he would aim it. Yeah. 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 He was like, he was like the, uh, what was the bird? You put the right tea there? in your mouth. He'd lay down. He, did he did that, do that? He, I don't know. He did all kinds of stuff. He was like the uh, Harlem Globetrotters of golf. Yeah. Yeah. He could do all kinds of crazy things. That was how he made his living. He would go do yeah. corporate events. And then he and, would speak on different things. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes your sales is just like this. I don't know what happens. Yeah. You, you know, sometimes you can't. Hit the ball into the fairway of with your Life. customer, yeah, or whatever it may be. And then they just like our marriages, isn't it? Just like just, our he just Lord changes yeah. it forever, whatever he's yeah. at. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think I could do motivational speaking outside of Christianity? I, I sometimes wonder. I don't. I think. I think I would hate. Reggie it. does it in schools. No, yeah, makes but it like a bullying and just say no to drugs kind of a thing. Yeah, but he's very particular, like. Reggie's dealing with life and death every day. And in his mind, we wrote a book, you know, yeah. called Just Keep Breathing. And that was the whole idea. He tells kids, like, look, he knows he can't share everything about the gospel with them. But he knows that if they, if they. It's like a bridge event. He gets yeah, them across. The, if they don't yeah. survive through this season of life to get to the point where they can hear about hope. Yeah. Then no, I get what's it. the point? So keeping them alive is like this. So but I if totally I just went in to talk about just family values, I think it would. I think I would. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, or 
motivate ways to motivate your team. Those kinds of things. I think that I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I could do that. Maybe I'm too far gone. Too far gone. Which is good, you know. I mean, dot I, com. I, yeah, too far gone. Dot com. Well, no, I don't know. It, I think you know. I see people that speak at no people that speak at corporate events, and uh, it is tricky. And I know a lot. People speaking of the the, the impending recession, the recession that we may be going into, everybody's going to have to kind of reinvent themselves. And, and comedians will probably be no different. Corporate comedians, especially. And I have a friend who, in the '08 crash. A lot of the companies who are bringing him in to do entertainment, they were like, no, that budget's gone now. But we have budget for training. And so he would adapt his comedy show to have like time management, <laughs> you know, qualities to it. So wow. you'd go in and he'd be like, do his jokes. But then he would just pivot it to like, you know, like Ken in sales who does nothing but look at Facebook all day. And then he would just pick, <laughs> but he would kind of weave in a time management, like life hacks yeah. kind of a thing. And that's how he stayed afloat after the crash. He showed me some of his video stuff and what yeah. he does and how he tailor, tailor makes it for it. And it was amazing. Yeah. Was and he sends out little questionnaires like, who's the water cooler gossip? Who's the whatever? And then when he gets there, he picks on those people. You can't replace adaptability. Mm-hmm. Like, if you could adapt, yeah, Johnny, you're going to adapt. Which, well, I'm going to try. Yeah. You need to be uh, an amphibian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, left and right handed. Right. <laughs> is that what you mean? You need to be able, yeah. Just what is what is the thing right be now? Be all things to all people. Yeah, but without being a people pleaser. Mm. See, that's hard. It is very hard. Like that's what I think when I think of somebody who totally modifies their entire life. Yeah, to suit. It's almost like that line between opportunism and you know taking advantage being of disingenuous and exploit this exploitative. Yeah. yeah, being opportunistic versus being exploitative. Like, what is that line? And I think that's hard to know, and it's different for each person, maybe. Yeah, because I have a code of what I will and won't do on stage, or what I think. Oh, this is beyond the pale. Not necessarily like clean or dirty, but just even things that I think this is hack or it's right, corny. too easy of a laugh. It, yeah, or it's yeah. corny or it's old fashioned, and I don't. I couldn't live like you have to be able to live with your act. Yeah. At the end of the day, so yeah, through this season, if somebody said to me, "Hey, do you want to do comedy on Zoom conference for twelve hundred of my employees?" I'd be like, "This will be a disaster," and I'll see you at eight a.m. <laughs> right. But I wouldn't do that forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I would feel like it would chip away at my soul. But remember how you got into this. Chipping away at my soul. <laughs> so remember the thing we talked about, you know, it wasn't random and all those things, but it was circumstantial. Yeah. And so I just, I think about that day that you did comedy. Oh, and that you were sick. Then we should have been doing something else. Right. Then this is, this is going to produce that for a lot of people and may, perhaps yeah. for you too. It may be that you're like, oh crap, you know, I'm not. And it's trial by fire. You you're get gonna, tested. Yep. You're going to do something. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, we need Johnny to do this all the time. This one part of what he did was so perfect for it. What's uh, unique. And I all hope you're things. right, John. It's going to happen, man. I feel like what mm-hmm. I'm going to do is watch a lot of Netflix and wait this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say this. I am. I got a lot of church work, and it's been awesome. And our team, I'm just so proud of our team. Um, the, we're putting out videos every day, and there's a lot of, like, I know our, our new student director, uh, Ty, and his wife, Kaya, and she works with our children When you guys well. are helping feed people in the community, too. I mean, you're oh, yeah. still doing tornado relief, and now this economic hit that people are taking, y'all are having an, an extra load. Well, the deal is we, we run a backpack program every week. 
week for kids to have food on the weekends mm-hmm. who can't get who can only eat at school right food insecurity so right now because... all of them are without and so yeah we work with five schools and we put out a great video yesterday uh with andrew and julie talking about the continuing efforts of that um that's awesome and then our you know our students and you know ty is having you know basically zoom conferences and other things he, he started a d group in the middle of all this with them he's like i don't have to wait he told me this week he's like i realize I, why would i wait you know, let's just yeah. do it. We're all at home. Let's. And so it worked. He's doing it. And, you know, of course we're having, he's doing a Devo youth thing on Wednesday. We're doing it for preschool and toddlers on, I think Friday. I think it'd be cool to do a zoom chubby bunny game. Oh yeah. That'd be as great. a youth pastor. Great. Like how do you do youth games yeah. on a zoom? <laughs> like somebody starts choking out in like the 15th screen. You're in there in their quadrant. Like they're turning blue. And you're yeah, like, like, who's got that number? Who's the closest to this person? <laughs> Run. You have, yeah. to, you have to do that wrestling with social distancing versus the Heimlich maneuver. We did. So we started our staff meetings on Google Meet. Yeah. And then we moved to uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Sorry. Facebook. Face. Do we use Facebook Messenger for that? I think we did. Then we did FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we used Zoom for the first time. Evidently, it's the king, right? It, Which their stock has skyrocketed, oh, by yeah. the way. Yeah. But it has a 40-minute limit for the free version. Which I heard Jay, not Jay Leno, good grief. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Thank you. Heard Jimmy Fallon last night say, he had a joke about that, like, thank you, Zoom. He was doing his thank you letters, you yeah. know, for putting a 40-minute limit on meetings for the free version because 40 minutes is enough a for a me. meeting. Yeah, yeah. like, And so, um, <laughs> but, and then for my region small group, because yeah. we're now doing that, we used uh, Skype. So literally this week I have used in the last two weeks, I have used Facebook Messenger. <laughs> isn't that? Isn't there a... I think so. I don't know. Yeah, there's a Facebook... There's a video yeah, version yeah. of that. I've used FaceTime. I've used Skype. I've used Zoom, and I've used Google. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? What, what all it's, we've... Uh, and what, what do you think is being invented? Like, platforms to get even more people on, you know? I know that uh, several of them have expanded... I heard Zoom like the business. Maybe it was Zoom as one of those is expanded. It's amazing they haven't crashed with all the bandwidth that's necessary. One of those is expanded to like a hundred people now for corporate meetings and stuff. Like, could you imagine the Brady Bunch display? Uh, you're going to have a hundred. What a people? nightmare! If if, you, if somebody interrupts, then they they zoom in. It comes. If you want to know what's even funnier or in, more interesting as you just examine all this? So my wife teleconferences every day. Yeah, her office is at home. And now the whole company has a teleconference because some of their employees are in the offices and, and some of right. them are not. And now they are they want because she uses calls; it's not visual. Yeah. But now they're requiring all their meetings to be visual. Okay. Because they want to keep up the spirits of those who have to teleconference. Right, it's a morale now thing that we can all see each other. And Laura was like, "Well, that's great," and she agrees. But She's I don't like, want to put on makeup. She goes, "Well, well, that number one." She goes, "How much easier it is for the guys to throw a ball cap on or whatever yeah. and jump on than for the for the ladies?" That's one. But two, she was like, uh, "I've been teleconferencing for fifteen years and nobody worried about our morale, you know, before yeah. that we saw each other." But but it is a change, you know. When she's it's tongue in cheek. I she wonder how many people who are working from home now are going to have bosses who realize you could have been working from home this whole time and they just stay home. Oh, absolutely. I've heard that as well. Like the new economy. You're going to realize how, how much resource you're saving. You're not, you're not renting a building with cubicles necessarily or a smaller building. At least you're not. Yep. Think of all the things you're not worried about lunch hours. You're not, I mean, everything is, everything is shifting there. But the, the, I will say the accountability of having a boss that sees you working is going to be 
Everybody doesn't have the ethic to work from home. I agree. It is hard. Like my wife is amazing at it and it's hard because she never leaves a project space either at work or home. Meaning Yeah, it's hard to clock. She's out on a call, mm-hmm. she's folding laundry. She's on a call, she's making dinner. She's on a call like there are times we'll I'll we'll talk and I'll go, Hey, why don't you go to Starbucks? and take the next call or work on your computer for, or come to my office. We'll trade once in a while. You come to my office, I'll go home yeah. and take care of this and that. You know, she, just because it's hard. You, when I leave work, right. now, it, I, most people, when they leave work, when I go leave work, I usually have a lot of writing to do or whatever too at home. But even then, I try not to write at home as much anymore. I go to Starbucks or I go to yeah. a coffee shop because I need that separate space. When I leave it and come home, I'd like to be home. She never gets to go home. She right. has to mentally make herself do that because she's always there. So there is a whole other art to it and a balance. And I'm very impressed with the way she pulls it off and grateful for her to do it because it makes her life work. But I don't know. It's a, I do think there will be a lot of people who reevaluate their companies and reevaluate their structure and realize ways they could. I just hope that they don't decide that we don't need live comedy. They won't, Johnny. We're always going to need you, not. man. We're always because I'm you. not really. I'm not cut out to be like the YouTube content guy. That's like looking in the camera every day and giving my take on the world. Like I'm going to do some of those because it, it's fine. Yeah. But I'm just, I like stand-up comedy with an audience. It just feels better. It feels so much better. I think where you could thrive here, and we were talking off the air beforehand about another thing I might have you do with me. I think where you thrive is is when you play a character. Yeah. I think that that's, I don't mean like a different. You want me to put on a series of wigs. No, I'm saying you, you look funny. like yourself. Okay. You, you know I used to do. By you like, think my face is funny enough. Is that what I you're think, saying? <laughs> <laughs> no makeup required. No, I, I think. Whenever you write a funny thing with someone else in, we've done yeah. we've done this over the years. Right, you you did it with Weston some. Yeah, you've done it with different people where you get to kind of play. You're playing off of an audience by writing for the other character. Yeah, that's yeah. what you're really doing. Right, and instead of just anticipating what the audience would think, you're writing for them what they would say. Yeah, you're right. I need to I need to get that muscle going again because it's been a while. Because really, since I stopped doing church videos, I haven't done a ton of those. There's some some venues will be like, hey, we need a concept video for this, or we need a yeah. promo video. Well, we did that for Wisconsin because we were doing uh-huh. the event together. Me right. and you and Laura went into the cafe, and you wrote this stuff, and it was like stuff it was you said just great things like john what you interviewed me yeah, with yeah stupid yeah. questions john would you say that people who don't come to this marriage conference don't care about their marriages at all or all something right. like Those that are you your know? words yeah it was a very yeah so it, i would love to see you we used, well, to, we used to be morton chet if you remember we did we had morton chet and so you write the 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 straight dialogue for me and then you say a bunch of ridiculous stuff and it's all deadpan yeah. i think that would go over really well right now all right, John, I'll work on it yeah. uh, for uh, for the Patreon people only. <laughs> it's going to cost you. Get behind the paywall, oh, Satan. Oh my Sorry. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, Dane's big pitch last week for Patreon. He, man, he you, pushed it hard. Have you looked lately to see? It jumped up substantially. None. It jumped up zero. But hey, when you... people don't like being guilted into... We felt like televangelists, yeah. I guess, to people. Whenever you get that uh, stimulus check, though, Boom. To a good good place to invest it. Oh my gosh, I hadn't thought of that. We could use a little stimulus. Talk about that Patreon account. Thanks so much (laughs) in advance for your kind (laughs) monthly pledges. No, the truth is, and by the way, we do have lighthearted talk. The truth is, we know the scary times for a lot of people. We know that uh, 
Well, yeah, you just turn on the news; it's yeah. scary. So, yeah, we're trying to offer a little bit of different. Yeah, yeah. we're we're listen. We're going through it together. Everybody's got these un- uncertainties, so it's not like we're uh, being flippant about it. But uh, what else can you do? You yeah. got to keep your head up. Right? You got to have some levity, and you got to have some comedy. Levity mm. and comedy, Johnny. That's yeah. our new podcast name, so. JohnLevity.com. <laughs> we appreciate you listening, though. Uh, make sure you share it, and maybe somebody is discouraged out there for real. I'm, I put out a video this week just of encouragement to our people, just like, hey, just reminding them of a few things. Uh, reminders, I'm a big believer that most of what it means to be uh, to follow Jesus is a daily reminder. That's what scripture does. It's what the gospel does. It's what community does. It's not because you forget cognitively. It's because there is a default. Like we, like we talk about in Deuteronomy 8, there's a default to the fallenness of humanity that causes you to, to wake up worried, that causes yeah. you to face your day feeling like it's all up to you, that causes you, no matter how you felt yesterday, it's, there's this daily call, this renewal of the mind to work through that. So, hey, man, encourage somebody is my point. The fact that it even says this in Hebrews, Johnny. Oh, let's try this. Mm. Encourage each other Day after day, while still called today, lest you become hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. And so sin there meaning just missing a target. Like when I don't encourage you daily, then there's this hardening that comes. So it has to be this constant thing. Call that person you haven't talked to in a long time. Yeah. Check on them. Check on them. Let them know you think about them. And if someone calls you that hasn't checked on you in a while, can I just give you a tidbit, a little bit of wisdom about this? Don't be look who it oh, is. Oh, I'm glad you decided it only. Like, when people do that to me, like, I have a friend who does it all the time. He'll be like, well, it only took three times. I go, don't make me regret it. Yeah. I'll just tell him, like, don't make me regret it for answering this call. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. We're all doing the best we can right now. And so be a good friend and maybe reconnect with someone. Yeah. And if you've not been getting any calls, maybe you should be a more pleasant person. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to throw that in. Man. It's just, I'm just being silly. Yeah. I'm trying to be more. I did tell Laura that. I was like, I need to be a much more grace-filled person right now for sure. Like when somebody drives by me when I'm running and they barely get over and they almost hit me. Yeah. I do, man. I like. I f- but you're also holding your breath in case their particles come into your mouth. Right. I passed out. They were driving slow. Yeah. But I mean, the deal is, I, but I had a little bit of contempt. Like yeah. I'm like. How dare, and I don't want to have contempt for people, just strangers. Or, well, you are in the road, and the road is for cars. But there's plenty of room to get over a little bit. Actually, the law says you yield to pedestrians yeah. when nothing's coming. So, do yeah. you want me to get legalistic? I with want you? you to get a treadmill. So I don't break out this. <laughs> we could run together, watching the same thing. Like with two screens, See? look at each other. Huff That's and puff. how socially isolate. You don't like running with me because you don't want to talk when you run. We no, to, I don't. Yeah, well, when I run with people, I like to talk. Well, my heart rate's going too big for me to be able to carry on a conversation. Well, and part of the time mine does too. I'll reach a level though where it evens out, and I can like I can talk pretty well. Well, good for you. But I'm running Lance slow. Armstrong. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I didn't realize you were blood doping. <laughs> I reach a level. That's what Once I use. Once I get all to the this, level where it all kicks in, that's where I use all this Patreon money is to buy those. by HGH that's and right. such. Yeah. That's right. By the way, I still love your CJ. C, C, what is it? What was it? C-H-G no, That's C-G-H. you That's you Church growth hormone Yeah but you used it For a video Oh did I With one of ours Yeah Oh okay yeah Cause of your interview What do you say These your... allegations About church growth hormone you Yeah know, It's like all of our growth Has been natural <laughs> <laughs> It's been totally natural I love it Hey guys thanks for listening though uh, Send us topics It's gonna be a time right now You wanna like Hey I wanna hear John and Johnny Talk about this And so send that over We'd love to discuss it And uh, otherwise man Keep staying I heard someone bash the idea of saying stay safe out there. It's like, I was going to get sick or someone told someone me to say, stay, stay safe. safe. Don't yeah. be so cynical. It's a kind thing to say right now. What it we is. is remember to wash your hands. It's like drive careful. Yeah, like 
it's just it's being kind. So I don't. I'm not afraid to say it. Maybe we should diminish that. Get hungry. Pull over. Eat something. (laughs) You see something in the road? Turn. That kind of thing. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, stay safe out there and be healthy. And uh, we love you guys. And we'll see you next time on Talk About That. What do you do when your world is falling apart? How do you march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die? Join me every week on the March or Die podcast, and we'll discuss that and so much more.